Welcome to Freya Singing Tips, the podcast. My name is Freya Casey, professional singer and vocal coach. I have been on stage my whole life, and I'm passionate about helping you discover the awesomeness in your own voice. Opera, musical theater, jazz, pop, folk, rock, I have done it all. And I want to give you golden nuggets of advice on how to be the master of your voice. I used to be an opera singer, but let me just tell you that life in opera theater just wasn't my kind of life. I love opera, but I just didn't love the lifestyle I had to lead. So, you know, I, I'm someone, I, I love my freedom, my personal freedom, and I knew I wouldn't wanted to have a family. So, you know, being an opera singer is not always easy because you need to move all the time wherever the jobs are it's not like in every little town there's an opera right it was just my decision and also the productions were cool but the politics around it and people like it was just for me I suffered and so I decided no I'm not going to do that anymore and that's when I started you know I did a lot of concert stuff as a freelancer with orchestras and churches whatever, small or big productions on cruise ships. I went all over the world with cruise ships as a solo artist, which was so cool. I got to see Antarctica and the Arctic and the South Pacific, like all these awesome islands, all of Europe and South America, Chile, and like really, really cool stuff. And um, I have never regretted my decision that to go away from opera theater because I've just had a wonderful and free life since then. And I love teaching. I've been teaching for, I don't know, probably 20 years or so. And I enjoy it a lot. And I have my online masterclass, which, you know, it's so amazing because there are people from all over the world. Amazing singers of all levels, really. We've had complete beginners. We've had professionals and everything in between, all ages. We've had 11-year-olds. We've had... 75 year olds like it's really cool because the common thing is we all love to sing yeah so that's just a little bit of background information and as i said i always knew i wanted family i have a daughter she is nine and a half years old and actually for a few years she has been like oh i'm i'm a single child i would love to have a sibling and like all of her friends now have siblings and she was the only one who didn't have siblings And we finally, you know, now um, I'm pregnant with twins. So we're not just gonna have one baby, we're gonna have two babies. And um, we, we recently found out it's gonna be a boy and a girl, which is amazing. And um, let me show you my bump a little bit. It's getting quite big. As I'm filming this video, I'm about 30 weeks. Probably by the time you're watching this, I'm farther along. They're supposed to be born January 30th, uh, which of course with twins might be earlier. Some twins go up to the due date or even a little bit past. Um, some come before, but uh, I hope they stay in as long as possible, as long as they're healthy and I'm feeling good. Um, so let me just give you a little health update about me and like how, because singing is so important. In my last pregnancy with my daughter, I worked so much. That wasn't a phase of my life where I did a lot of gigs. That's That was the main source of income for me was just gigs all the time. So I remember just a few weeks before giving birth, I had this huge concert. It was a Handel concert and I was the soloist. I mean, singing Handel, there are a lot of color tourism melismas in there. 
you need lots of support. And I just remember just my muscle, my, my, you know, my ab muscles, I mean, they kind of move apart, right? It was so hard. It was so hard. I remember those, uh, rejoice greatly that aria that was just, it kicked my butt. I did a good job, but I remember in the break we took like, you know, it was two halves of the concert and then there was a pause in that intermission. I was like, I sat on the chairs and I just put my feet up because my feet were swollen and stuff. Cause I stood up too long and I just did so much during that pregnancy. And I remember six days before my daughter was born, I did this huge production. I was the stage director, the musical director, and I did the lights because no one else knew how to do it in, you know, for a big production of our musical theater company that I was, you know, the head of. And I founded that company, actually. I just remember it like physically being like, oh, it was so exhausting. But I was in that mindset back then, like, okay, I got to do it. And of course, I did have to do it because that's that's how I made money. And I remember the day my daughter was born, I still had my students like right here. They stood right there. <laughs> I would teach lessons. And there, I think I had three students that day, that afternoon. My midwife came to my house I think around 3 p.m. or so. And she checked everything and she's like, okay, doesn't look like there's any action yet. I'll see you next week. And that was six days before the estimated due date. Well, then my first student came, I think around 4 p.m. or so. And that's when I kind of started having, you know, you have all these Braxton Hicks, like contractions that it just helps your body to practice and your, your uterus just starts kind of doing contractions. They're not serious. They're not going to do anything, but your belly gets really hard and it feels a little strange, but you're used to it because that happens many weeks before you actually give birth. It's just for practice. And I started feeling contractions, but they weren't as, they didn't feel the same. They were just a little bit stronger. And so I had to tell my students like, okay, hold on just a minute. And I'm like, ooh, that was like contraction or something. And then my second student came around and I, you know, I kept, I kept having like a few times, I kept having to be like, ooh, mm, you know, like I feel that contraction and I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't feel exactly the same, but I was like, okay, let's continue on. I just took like a few seconds, like, okay, hold on just a sec. Okay, let's continue. Um, and I've always been like that. I'm not I mean, anyone who whines. I'm just very tough when it comes to, you know, tolerating even pain. It was like, if I'm at work, I'm just like, go. Cause no one cares. It's like, who cares? Right. It's like when you're on stage too, it's like, just, you got to function. And then by the time my second student was here and my third, they were like, well, did you kind of time it or something? And I was like, oh, I guess. And it was like between every five and every 10 minutes or so. And I did notice that the contractions came closer together and they did feel a little different than they did before. So after my last student, I decided, hmm. So my partner was not home yet and, um, I just didn't want to call and um, I went out with a dog and I went to the grocery store. I remember going to the grocery store. I was like, oh, I still need bananas. And because if it's going to start now, I need bananas because I need energy, like in between contractions and stuff. And I got a few things. And I remember being in the, in the store and being like having to stop and be like very 
conscious and be like, okay, don't look weird now. People are going to think like, what are you doing here? Having, you know, labor contractions. Um, but I was like, okay, let's just, everyone else should just pretend like nothing's going on. So I was like, contraction would come on. I'm like, like, okay, be strong. I just took a deep breath. I tried to not let anyone know that anything was going on. Came home and a few hours later, my daughter was born. It was a fast, it was fast delivery, fast birth. And I actually did have a home birth. Now, this pregnancy, I'm in a different stage of my life. Of course, I'm a lot older. I'm nine and a half years older, <laughs> really close to 10 years older. And this time I'm in a different position because I'm not in the phase of my life where I have to do tons of gigs. So ever since I found out I'm pregnant, like the first three months I was, oh my goodness, I was so nauseous. And I kept making my videos and I, I just function. I just do what I have to do. But it was hard, it was really hard. And even through this, you know, I've been making my videos and I enjoy making my videos, but I, you know, I got out of breath a lot. And of course we edit stuff, you know. <sighs> but even now, sometimes when I speak a lot or when I start singing, it was like, oh, <laughs> I'm so out of breath. If you couldn't tell in any of my recent videos, most recent videos, uh, that's good. I'm really happy about that. If you can't tell that I was like so out of breath actually. But the cool thing is I don't have to be out of my house a lot. And of course there's COVID going on and which, you know, I'm so happy I don't have to go out a lot. I do my online stuff. I do my videos and I have my masterclass, which I'm going to take a break from. So if you're someone who has been thinking about joining my masterclass, that one is going to be paused and I don't know how for, for how long. So at least till March, depending on how this all goes, because we're going to have two newborns. It's going to be a little crazy. Life is going to be insane in the first few weeks, but um, I'll get into a groove eventually. And of course, pick back up with my masterclass. It makes a big difference to be a lot more intentional now. And I'm, I'm like that with everything I do. I'm very intentional. So even my videos, I'm pre-producing and I've, there are actually going to be some um, live, no, not live actually. There are going to be some pre-recorded training sessions that um, if you're on my email list, you're going to get an email. If you're not on my email list, you should get on my email list. Go to my website, masteryourvoice.tv and make sure you, I don't know, if you have any of my free courses, you are on my email list. But you have to make sure that you check the box that you want to receive emails. And I don't send out a lot of emails. I don't like send out weekly emails or anything. I only send out emails when there's something to announce. Okay, so you're not going to get tons of them. Um, but I will announce whenever I have those free trainings. And there are some cool ones coming up. There's going to be one new training at least for January, February and March. Every month I'm going to do one new training. It's going to be a more extended session, but you're going to have to register for it. That's why you need to be on my email list. Um, it's just so cool to be able to do everything more intentionally. And I've been doing this in my singing all the time. I've never been anyone who just practices for hours and hours and hours and just keeps through singing songs. And you've heard me beat that drum <laughs> about 
be intentional. Don't just keep singing through songs. Just really focus on what is it that I need to work on? What is the problem here? Identify what it is. Come up with a plan. How do I solve the problem? Which exercises do I need in order to get better at this? And then have a defined goal, not just like I want to be better. That's not anything you can measure. Have a defined goal of like, hey, I want to hit pitch so-and-so in chest voice. I want to sing that song all the way in chest voice. Or I want that transition to be smooth. And that's what I'm going to work on. Very specific, very measurable. And I'm like that in all the areas of my life. I'm very intentional. I really think about, okay, is this relevant? Do I need to do this? Or is it something I don't just... Like, what am I going to have to do in order to achieve what I want to achieve? And this pregnancy has been, I mean, having twins is just, oh, it's just something else. <laughs> you know, I still exercise all the time. Pretty much every day I go for long walks. We have a dog, but I also do exercising. I do these really cool prenatal workouts. Like on YouTube, there are tons of cool videos about it. And I made two videos about, you know, how to sing when you're pregnant and also how singing can help you in labor. So if you are pregnant or you want to get pregnant um, and you want natural labor, then those may be really helpful to check out. Just saying, of course, if you're a woman, <laughs> but it is exhausting at times. But because I'm exercising and not because I'm so intentional about what I do, I have not really have, I've not had to deal with a lot of things that a lot of pregnant women deal with. And I'm, you know, I'm carrying twins. So that's like doubles the strain on my body. So like, I don't have heartburn, indigestion, constipation, headaches. I don't get headaches. I'm someone like hardly ever in my life, maybe once a year, if I didn't drink enough. And, you know, I always have my drink. Today I'm actually doing a matcha latte. I don't do matcha a lot because it does contain caffeine. I'm not a big coffee drinker anyway. And I I just feel that coffee, even decaf, decaf has a little bit of caffeine. I don't know, it just doesn't feel good to my body right now. So I'm just listening to my body. Always drinking. Mm. And that matcha latte is just so good. My nutrition, I'm very intentional about it. I don't you know, like I don't eat processed foods. I make everything from scratch because I'm in this amazing position. You know, I do a lot. I have actually, if you want to follow me, I have two more YouTube channels. I think I did put the link below in the description. One is called Simple Blessings, which is all about my pregnancy. And before I got pregnant, it was about my journey trying to conceive and how this all happened. So if you're someone who wants to follow me more personally, that would be a good channel. And then I have another one, Healthy Minimalist Mom, which those are the things I'm really passionate about other than singing, health, minimalism, and being a mom. That, that defines me other than being a musician. And really I'm thinking, you know, I plan to breastfeed my babies. And if I'm gonna be sitting down for hours and hours, I, uh, I, I think I might start writing my second book, which I actually have kind of started on an outline. Um, if you have not checked out my first book, you need to do that. It's called Master Your Voice. You can get it on Amazon. It's also available as an audiobook on my website, masteryourvoice.tv, but, I think if I have a lot of time sitting around on my hand when I'm breastfeeding, I probably 
taking care of babies doesn't mean you're doing nothing. It's the opposite of doing nothing. But I can't, I don't know, I've never been someone like, taking care of babies and being a mom is huge and it's fulfilling and takes up so much time. But I always want to do more. It's like, I always have these ideas, you know, like I have so many ideas and of course I can only do a fraction of what I really have ideas for. But the book has been something that I was like, okay, because a lot of people have messaged me saying, oh, your book was so amazing. And having kind of a sequel, you know, that just touches on some other aspects of singing. That's something that has been in, on my mind for a while. So I might do that. I actually also want to do more recording of songs. So I need to kind of do a setup here in my room where I can, I don't know, right now I had kind of a mobile studio, but I, you can see it like, uh, where is it back there? I actually have a Mac back there, a nice Mac. And there's a keyboard. I have three more, but I have really cool sounds, but I'm someone, I just, piano songs, piano and voice. That's kind of what I'm all about. Maybe a little bit of strength in the background. I want to record more songs because I have written so freaking many songs. Um, by the way, if you don't follow me on Spotify, you can look for my name on Spotify. I have a few songs on there, but just a little fraction of what I've actually composed. And a lot of my songs are recorded, but they're not like, they were recorded a long time ago and I, I want to do it over again. So that's something else I really want to do because I feel like I have recorded so many videos about singing technique. I just, sometimes I'm thinking like, when am I going to run out of topics? Like how many more topics can you talk about? in like when it comes to singing technique, but it seems like I always still come up with more ideas because of the questions and the, and the comments below my videos and uh, my students and my masterclass inspiring me. There are always new things coming up or different angles. Of course, you can always show new exercises and come up with something else, but I just really want to come back to more music. And of course, I know I'm saying that right now. If I actually do it, it's another thing because once the babies are here, it's going to be so such a challenge. So I, it's, it's all going to depend on the setup. And here's the thing. I always try to make things easy and I know I probably could have better quality videos. I could probably, I don't know. It's just, I just try to make it easy for myself. So, so I always know it's just easy enough. I just set up the camera and this clip on mic which sometimes sucks because, you know, it's not, it's when you sing really loud, hello, hello, and then you speak right afterwards, really softly, the camera automatically kind of adjusts to where it doesn't go into overdrive. And that's a lot annoying. A lot of times when I record my videos, I, when I sing loud, I have to take just a couple minutes, a couple seconds, two, three seconds and stop and be silent before I continue talking so that then in the editing, the talking will be normal volume again. So, but I'm just trying to make it easy for myself and recording music, it's only gonna happen if I make it easy for myself. So in 2022, my plans, I don't know, it's, you know, for this channel, I definitely wanna keep the videos coming. That's, there's no question about that been doing this for, I don't know, five, six years now. And I enjoy it a lot. For me, it's not about having a huge, gigantic channel. 
It's more about being me. This is just me. I'm being authentic. These are topics that I'm that I feel are important. I have done reactions in the past, but then I moved more to call it more analysis because I, I just don't know. It's kind of stupid to me to sit there and be like, ooh, look at them. That's amazing. And then people get onto you. You talk too much. It's like, but why then do I do a video about another video without information about it and that doesn't make sense to me so I want to only do those um, analysis videos where I look at other videos and actually help you understand what are they doing vocally technique wise and all that because my channel is supposed to be for singers and um, yeah definitely more technique videos and I don't know what other ideas I have you can write in the comments what other things would you like me to see but I do want to do more of my own music. That's like one of the things I want to definitely add to frequently actually add songs. Because I always find it a little strange when I see a channel of someone who's a vocal coach and they don't have a single video like of themselves actually like singing an actual song. Like just, you know, performing a song. And I have tons of those on my channel. You know, there are other vocal coaches that I respect a lot who have tons of those, you know, that you can see. I always want to just hear, okay, how are they doing? How are How is their voice? And that really determines a lot how much I respect them. I know that it's not necessary as a vocal coach. You don't have to be the best singer in the world and vice versa. You can be the best singer in the world, but suck as a coach. So being a, being a vocal coach and a voice teacher is, is just a little bit different from being a performer. But to me, there's something about, you know, if, if I hear someone sing a pop song, but they're singing it in head voice, that's to me, it's like, why? That's not musically, that doesn't make sense. So if that person doesn't know that you need to sing that song in chest voice, and it sounds just wrong, it sounds more classical, then I don't know, I just, how are they gonna help a student really sing pop, like pop should be sung? See what I mean? So yeah, more music because it is what I do. It is It is my background, is being a performer. And I've been on stage since I was a child. My parents were, uh, were professional musicians and I started, doing stuff with them early on. I went to the music studio with my dad. I recorded stuff with him, like as a children's choir background and stuff. And I would I would always be exposed. My mom played in the orchestra. And I don't know, when I was six years old, I would sit in the orchestra pit and um, be, be watch the opera where my mom played. You know, she played the classical guitar and she also played the accordion. I uh, watched the show Cabaret, which is not an opera, of course, it's a musical theater show, John Condor. I watched that so many times because my mom was part of it. And she, you know, I kind of know it by heart. And that was an awesome production back then. It was a really great production. So I, I was really exposed to theater a lot from a young age. And to me, it's this is this is my identity. It's not just being a vocal coach. My identity is like being a musician. Uh, so yeah. That's it. And I just wanted to kind of share 
where I'm at. You know, for those of you who are interested, maybe you've been following me for a while. If you're new and you've watched until this point, well, that's amazing because it was just a very personal video. But I thought, you know, I just want you to know who I am a little bit more because I think singing is so personal. I think that's one of my strengths when I work with my students that I very much consider their personality and their background and the psychology of it all. It has a lot to do with how things play out in your singing. You know, you can know in your mind how you do something technically, but if you're timid, then it's just not going to come out the same as if you are someone who's just naturally, you know, like more, more outward and more expressive on the outside. So for some people, it's a lot easier to be a lot, a lot more expressive and some, for some, it's a lot harder. So I think personally, personality has a lot to do with it. And that's why, you know, starting like the relationship between the coach and the student has to be one of trust because singing is so personal and you make yourself very vulnerable when you start, you know, doing things that you don't know yet how to do. And you might sound like an idiot or you may feel like an idiot. And having a vocal coach who you really trust, that can let your guards down and be like, okay, I'm, I'm, it's okay to make myself vulnerable because... I'm not going to be mocked. I'm not there. You know, I'm not going to be criticized in any negative way. It's just going to be constructive critique and it's going to help me. And I feel like I really like that person. I really can just relax and let all my guards down. That is so important. And I really, I hope that you, you know, if you have a vocal coach that you feel that way. And I, I really hope that here, even on my channel, that everyone who watches my videos kind of gets that, you know, that personal connection is a really important thing, even between you and your audience. It's so important. And I'm rambling on for such a long time. I need to wrap it up now. This was my update. Keep your fingers crossed that everything, I mean, so far the pregnancy has been smoothest sailing ever for it being twins. And by the way, it's of course, you know, it's die, die twins. So every, every baby has their own sac their own placenta which means it's the lowest complication rate when it comes to twin pregnancy so far it's been smooth sailing but i'm only 30 weeks there's more to go and um more toward the end i might have you know there might be problems occurring but i'm very positive i'm thinking very positively and i'm just you know i'm telling myself the mantra all the time everything's fine babies are great i feel good and um, I will know if something's not right. I will feel it in my body because I'm very good at listening to my body. Have a wonderful day. And um, yeah, let's stay in touch. Until next time, always keep a song in your heart and always keep on singing.